when you touch me like this And if you hold me like that It was no good to stop But it's all coming back to me It's all coming back, all coming back to me now Welcome to the Effort Discussion <laughs> Podcast. My name is Tim Blake. And I'm Simon Pelty, and this is the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. Why did you Why did you not let us introduce the other people yet? <laughs> that was like awkward. Well, because oh, is... we always say the tagline before introducing ourselves. But this you're, is you're the one who switched it up. Okay, but Desiree is our host. Why did you switch host. it up, Tim? Desiree is our host. <laughs> just, just hold, hold on a sec. Hold the phone. Just hold pump the, the brakes for a second. phone, man. pump the brakes. Why did you switch up the format, Tim? I am. I think it's because the only person who really knows the formatting on this podcast is Tom Zalatni, and Tom Zalatni is not here this I, week. I'm I'm getting growing increasingly anxious. You're having, in, having him not around. Separation. It's true. Anxiety. It's just yeah. it's it's anarchy. Yeah. We don't know when to start. Tom. We don't know when to stop. Yeah. We don't know what the format. It took is. us about five Tom. minutes to figure out the timer. <laughs> yeah. it took you about five minutes to figure out the time. It's your phone. You That's should know how the work. So okay, like, well, I'm here. Yeah, with so us today is we Victoria Chang. And Desert Zeus. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome, everybody. I'm back. Would you like to say some opening words? Opening words. Whoa. Clap, oh. clap, 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 clap. Finger snaps. Mm. Very nice. Would you like to compose us a poem? Oh. No, but I read an awesome poem today. Oh, really? By Herman Can you Melville. Oh, I wish oh. I could because it's only about twelve Melville. words long. Yeah, I love oh, that man. thing he did about that whale. Was I actually like that was more than words. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a poem. Oh, you want to recite Moby Dick? Words. Yeah. Call me Ishmael. Whoa, that's all I know. Nice. All right, Ishmael. That's the first It is. Whatever. <laughs> but do you you remember this poem at all? No. No, mm. it ended with something about archetypes. Okay, I yeah. see. Call yourself one of Canada's smartest people. Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the CBC calls her one of Canada's smartest people. Thank you. Hey, I saw you. You said it straight to camera with a straight face. <laughs> On like the tenth take. <laughs> yeah. Have oh, you yes. Have you um uh, read um or I guess heard um the like six word novel by um Ernest Hemingway? Mm-hmm. The one about yeah. shoes. Yeah. Oh. Um, baby shoes for sale, never worn. Yeah. Sad. It's a good game. You want to make one up? Do you, do you have any mm. good six-word stories? Um, I've I've tried to do that before. Um, I've done six-word bios before. Bios. Like, yeah, like a six-word biography. Mm. Yeah, like I am nothing if not theatrical. Oh, that's that, that's, that's pretty good. That's yeah. that's yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. That, that could I've be you. About it. I, I thought about it for a while. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, can't <laughs> I thought about it for a while. Is volume two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it for no. It's not seven, a while. Seven words. A while. Oh, a while. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's well, a thing. You, that's a word. You can say that. A while. Yeah, it's for sure. It's 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 like uh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. Same. What sort about of thing. Uh, what about you, Tim? What would what, what about would, me? What about and and you, Victoria, and you, Des? What mm-hmm. would your six-word biography be? Oh God, I don't even know. I think it's just <laughs> I'd cop out and just give like a bunch of random adjectives with periods beside them. I would cop out <laughs> no, no, right no. now. No. Desiree de Souza. No. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Next, <gonna> Victoria. <laughs> I, I think my six-word biography marketed. is um, hated people. Now I don't much. <laughs> so now I sort. That's, that's really ambiguous. Are you saying that like it's it, 
you do not hate them a lot or is like uh, you like you're like you hate them less is it that like you aggressively don't hate them or is it that you like you know me i'm nothing if not ambiguous oh <laughs> we should just I'm gonna sue you. Simon. I'm gonna sue you for, uh, for and copyright then on that one. Change the last one. I am nothing if not ambiguous. That one actually works. Six <laughs> <laughs> <Next> words. <laughs> Melania Trump. How about you, Victoria? Oh. <laughs> oh, I love this moment when the camera turns towards me. <laughs> See, you cheated, slow, Simon. You slow prepared. Uh-huh. Ken Burns and zoom then, like, on Victoria's face. <laughs> yeah, like threw us <laughs> into the spotlight. Yeah. This happened to me last week. No. Yes, it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> this happened to okay. This happened to me last week. It was, and, then, yeah. and then the seventh word would be nope because I can't count. <laughs> uh, what happened to you last week? I went to a stand-up comedian show. Oh, my friends wanted ooh. to sit in the front row. Did you heckle no. the stand-up comedian? I did that for my birthday. <laughs> my present to myself. Those first people. <laughs> but this time, I just went with my friends, and then they were bantering with him, and then he decided to ask me and my friend if we were a couple, and my friend is gay i thought obviously mm. so but i decided to stir the pot and say yes we are <laughs> and okay. that, that led to like five minutes of him trying to figure out who was straight and who is gay okay yeah it oh, was awkward and now your friend doesn't speak to you anymore uh, <laughs> the, the like the wait so the comedian decided this would be a good way to spend five minutes i guess so okay it was so awkward you seem overwhelmed <laughs> yeah I am easily overwhelmed. I though. like going to comedy shows. I but am easily overwhelmed. No, though, though, no, no, no. <laughs> close, close. close. <laughs> Desiree. Um. Yeah, I like going to stand-up shows, but sitting in the back because mm-hmm. I do not want to be brought on stage. Mm-hmm. I think that or made fun of. Yeah. Lots of people. I actually I I feel the same way. I don't I yeah. don't like being put on the spot. But I really so I was listening to um Aziz Ansari has mm. um like a new book called Modern Romance and he does yeah. it with an American sociologist. Okay. Yeah. And he like oh so man it's, I want to read so it. Good. It's on my yeah. reading list. So basically what they did is they um are analyzing like text messages um and seeing mm. um like how guys ask girls out and yeah. whether the texts are good or not and so as part of their stand-up routine they'll ask men to come on stage oh, and dear. like read the first text <laughs> they sent to girls he, it's and, really funny he, he actually does that like both ways like he'll he'll and go like, he like the girls, who, yeah. whoever is like has been seeing somebody like you know find the first text messages, message raise your phone and then he'll like bring them on stage ask their name and then read the conversation oh, and just man. riff on that for like five minutes really it is funny. so funny yeah and then and then what he had is he had four guys read out their kind of like first lines and then he had the women all clap for the yeah. one they liked best and mm-hmm. um and then later yeah he brought the women up and then yeah. at the end of the show he or he asked people to like send texts to people they're interested in um and he asked if they got a t- take like sorry a text back because like the takeaway was apparently to get like a good positive mm-hmm. reaction which i think which i also agree with and you probably will victoria you need to one, refer to something earlier that was said. So, like, mm-hmm. or, like, you know, even if you just met them, like, refer to an earlier thing that happened so that you were listening or you care. Two, 
Um, name a specific place and time. Like, don't be like all ambiguous mm-hmm. about it. And then three, be funny. And he's yeah. like, just do these three things, and you'll get a text back. How do you yeah. do that on the first text message? There's nothing to refer back to. <laughs> well, so no, because uh, you, you go so like, the, hey, it was great meeting you the other time at, at blah that, blah blah. Yeah. At, at that place, uh, would you like to grab some tacos at Tacos Tijuana? Next right. Tuesday? Tijuana. <laughs> I guess that works if it's not like a Tinder text. Like, I suppose yeah. that's a whole different. Yeah. Thing, like, no, he wasn't talking about Tindering. He was right. just no. talking about like sending texts. Yeah. A first text. Okay. So the one that got the mm-hmm. most claps at the show was this guy who was like he was referring to a thanksgiving dinner that um like i guess had just mm-hmm. happened so he was like hey how did your thanksgiving end up here's a little picture of the spread i put together would you be interested in hanging out sometime next week or and mm-hmm. like i think he said like going for a run so we can work off our thanksgiving bellies like it was i was like oh that's yeah. a really nice message yeah like, the visual image and like wow as yeah. opposed to like an audio image <laughs> a, a voice note <laughs> a smelly image I, or a different kind of visual yeah. image yeah. <laughs> I, 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 meant, I meant like a visual and then I, I do that a lot actually a lot of people do that where they'll like redundantly say something like yeah. Redundantly ATM machine. Again. Yeah, <laughs> but visual. I mean, that's yeah. That, but you, uh, yeah. yeah, you meant like a, an, like a, a visualization, visual, yeah. something that you can yeah. you can think of. Although whether you want to think of someone's Thanksgiving belly, I guess is up to you. Well, he said he showed his Thanksgiving like spread, like as in his meal that he made. Right. <laughs> not like here's a picture. He didn't just mad spread on his couch and take a picture from like. Let's work. Needs to go for a run. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> Victoria, I think you'll appreciate this. That uh, that story there was on This American Life. I know you. Uh, oh, are you the yeah. one that has problems? Yeah. Oh, oh, showdown. We were just All talking right. about this before. I was listening to it on the way here. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. one. That was really good. Yeah. Okay. So your big issue is that it's overproduced, right? Oh, you're on the spot. I, I spoke to you like from my couch when I listened to the episode. Nice. Around, I was like, nice. except, blah, blah, blah. But, but now we can talk. All right, about it. no, but we've we just had mm. this conversation, which we can rehave. Sure, and we can re disagree on my. Perspective. <laughs> <laughs> go, go for it. Why don't you? Sorry, no, no. She was talking about how, like, like you know, sort of her feelings, and I was like, I disagree. But that's fine. Rather yeah. than rather than I, what I wanted to say was that I feel differently. But what I said was, no, I disagree. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> wrong. you're wrong about the way you feel. Yeah. Right. Okay. But, but how so for the folks at home who All weren't right. in the living room before we started recording right. this podcast? Rearticulation of let's, that particular. Let's um, do this issue. Smackdown. Yeah, I started reading this American Life transcripts to save myself from having to hear Ira Glass's voice. I love Ira Glass's voice. Ira Glass, if you listen to this, I love your voice. (laughs) Sorry. He's definitely listening to this. Yeah. Glass. We're, I, we're, I'm gonna send this to him. Got, I've got an in. Can you tweet at him? Oh my god, please. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but American like the transcripts are his voice. But when you read it on paper, mm. I wish I could multitask fast enough to like pull it up right now, so I could try to be mm. Ira Glass. Can we yeah. just take a minute and try to do our best Ira Glass impersonation? Uh, yes, everybody. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then I'll use it to read I'm, the transcript. I'm really bad. All right, Simon, you go first. This American Life, I'm Ira Glass. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an actor? Simon should have gone last. Stop showing us up this week. <laughs> Act one. I can't believe it's not body butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm not that good. At this. Let's try this. This week on our show. 
we have three acts coming up for you. No, I can't do it. You, you, have, you have the intonation, though. You yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, I'm Ira. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never listened that's to this American life. Ira Glass speaking. Hey I'm guys, Ira. I'm Ira Glass. No. <laughs> I'm horrified. <laughs> Oh I'm sorry, gosh. I'm not an NPR person. What am I like? I have no opinions on the subject for or NPR against. Person. <laughs> a person who had, knows how to do an Ira Glass impression. Essentially. <laughs> I think that's the criterion. If you listen to it enough, do you ever do you ever listen to Ira Glass enough that like he becomes your internal monologue that's voice? To no, because yeah. I don't I don't like it's it's not the kind of of uh, of podcast where I like go through the archives and try to or like oh, li- re listen to old episodes. Exam. I'll do that with um like the Vinyl Cafe sometimes. I do that with like I the relevant podcast. I do that a lot with uh, stuff you should know too because there's no real like continuity. It's just kind of like Vinyl Cafe is uh, Stuart, Stuart. What's his face? Stuart McLean. Oh, Stuart McLean. I like Stuart McLean's yeah. voice. He has a very good way of reading stories. <laughs> he's like an excellent narrator, but he's such a like particular. Yeah, he, and like it took me a while to get used to his voice. Do they? Like, I love it. I just felt yeah. enchanted. They must always go for like whichever stories are the most rambly to put on that show, just so he can have the time to like <laughs> lull you into this sort of hypnotic. He just, yeah, yeah, and he's he has like the best one-liners. Like I can't. Can't think of any right now, but just be like, like there'll be like such a nice adjective or like word used mm. or a way mm, of yeah. describing something that's just so beautiful, and you're like, ah, oh, Stuart yeah. McLean. Stuart McLean. But yeah, do you have beef with Stuart McLean, Victoria? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so we really just brought you back so we could hound you a bit. You should come across as like a shrill harpy on your show. <laughs> you should, you should just, I hate everything. What, no, because I like I really enjoy hearing you talk about why you yeah, dislike well, something because it's not just like oh this sucks you know it's like it's, it, yeah, it's, it's you, a, you have like properly reasons. well thought out reasons that I really <laughs> okay should should we deal with stu- with the Ira Glass thing first yeah. okay, let's like, do this that. can be relatively quick right. so I'm not even going to try to be Ira read it, Glass read I'm it just in like gonna... Microsoft Sam this American Life is produced for the ear and designed to be heard, not read. We strongly encourage you to listen to the audio which includes emotion and emphasis that's not on the page all right. That's a good disclaimer. I would feel like that's true. <sighs> Why are you going <laughs> to Is that all you're reading? Is that the only You're thing not you're actually going to read, gonna read the transcript? Then I'll read the, I'll read okay. the prologue. Let's see. Okay. What does the, what when the you visit say? a refugee camp full of Muslims, you don't expect to get into a lot of conversations about pigs, but that's what happened to me. Intriguing. Okay. Aren't you intrigued? That's, that's, I was just listening to this one today. I'm put off. It was actually <laughs> really great. What, what is, what's off? the rationale? What's going on yeah. in, your, in your mind? I would just the, like to know why. Uh, because that sentence reads pretty straight up as like emotive, whether or not it's Ira Glass emoting, right? I mean, okay. And this was also my problem with Gian Gomeshi, where if that was your problem with Gian Gomeshi <laughs> <laughs> Be- beforehand, not, Back not in the all day. the other pre okay. fall Gian Gomeshi, gotcha. In that, like. Summer Ideally, Gameshi. you can switch out almost anybody behind the microphone if you have a good team behind it who's doing good writing. And Ira Glass gets to be this annoyingly... <gasps> <laughs> what? Emotional, in touch with his feelings, radio host, when it's it's really in the writing. I'm I'm right. just trying to stand up for the writers. So okay. so ben, what, what you're saying is, is so you 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 find that uh, Ira Glass takes the credit 
for really <laughs> what is the writers. But wouldn't you say mm-hmm. that with anything then? TV, mm-hmm. movie, like yes. that's just right. like. But then it's, it's sort of, of it's the... sort of known with TV and movies, right? That like this, it was the writer who put the emotion into it, and then the I'm actor, a, the I'm actor, take a, take a solid no, stance put, on this. Put one. the emotion into it, and then the actor <laughs> interpreted an that actor. emotion and made it real, right? Like, but it was it was the writer who decided what kind of emotion this line was going to have, sort of, right? Um. Whereas with Ira Glass, you know. think of, like you think of that. it as you don't think of it as being as being a collaborative effort with him and the writer. You just think of it as him. Like with a movie, you would never sure. make that but mistake I mean, of speeches, thinking that it was with Obama's speech. There's all yeah. speech. like Obama oh, doesn't sit down and write his own speech. Yeah, he's I got think, a speech writer. I think he does. I think he, I mean, he like he's at least involved. No, he for he's sh- at least he's involved. involved for yeah. sure. But like okay. it's it's not like Obama yeah. sits at the I dining think it's table a with his MacBook. He, he actually also writes too. Melania Trump's speeches. I was waiting. I set you up. I served that. You followed it. Okay. But yeah, I think it is a similar process. I think Ira Glass you know, will heavily edit, which is what I understand Obama does. He just has a very talented mm-hmm. team and then he gets the once over before he actually has to read anything. Right. But I Ira Glass, so for, for me, I totally understand what you're saying, but he's also a producer and I think his like, his voice and his sort of like way of saying things does add charm to a show and sometimes he'll bring in his own things. Like he referenced a text mm-hmm. message exchange he had with his wife when he was talking about it. So you can tell that like, obviously that's him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it is him, and, he, and even like with the, with like CBCQ now, mm-hmm. the way that Shad is not very good at being a <laughs> being what Gian Gameshi was mm-hmm. is kind of a testament to like there is something in in the host yeah. like the host needs to yeah. be a good interpreter. Did you, of that did, did you ever listen to the episode where uh, the episode of This American Life where um, Ira Glass go, goes to visit Paul Bunyan? No. Like the Paul Bunyan by That's the side of the road. Not a like, real person. No, I know. You know that, like, right? You're aware. Y- yes. Paul Bunyan. Yes, I'm aware. He goes inside Paul Bunyan and takes control of the of the microphone and stuff. And it's like he he like interviews the guy who does Paul Bunyan and tries to like it's 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 sort of something like the the theme of that week was like sort of when you pull the veil off something and you and he's and so to introduce it he talks about like all these kids that go see Paul Bunyan and try to like like prove that Paul Bunyan's not real but this this guy's like really good at like pretending and stuff and it was it was really cool like that was him and i i i'm not trying to to disprove what you're saying cuz it's your personal feeling <laughs> yeah i just disagree with it but, but i'm totally fine with why that did, yeah. why did you not like the disclaimer about it being for audio like did you feel it was pretentious or yeah, I mean, we had. I don't like when I think I'm being told to feel something, which okay. is highly subjective. Okay, and you feel like right. that's what this American life is trying to get you. Well, to yes, do. that yeah. disclaimer felt like it was. It, it's telling you how you're supposed to consume it, right? It's like yeah. you don't you don't necessarily have the choice of like. It's oh, kind of like Kool Aid yeah. telling you you should put it in water as opposed to like snorting it. Yeah, but if I want to snort, if I want to snort my Kool Aid, who are you then to tell me otherwise? Yeah. You well, you can. It's just like this is meant for this, you know. Yeah. But like, obviously, these transcripts exist. Also, for a don't reason. snort this American Life. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Probably don't snort I mean. anything in general. <laughs> anything like, use, like nasal spray there, and have yeah. to. Like, what, about, what about air? Uh, do you snort air? I like, wouldn't I consider it. You inhale. Don't do that. <laughs> that's a bad idea. It's like an anti-sneeze. It's like if I just want to sneeze the other direction. No, that's not a real thing. That does not need to happen. Actually, so I went to a music festival this week. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Desiree's talking now. I'm just segueing. All right, hold on, hold on. If, if before we do that, let me just plug something for a second, guys. We know. I know that I. Let's, let's organically plug something into it. That 
that we haven't written down at all. Not at all. Ira Glass, guys, is very unfortunately overscripted, but if you want a completely unscripted oh live podcast, we are doing I... one live on uh, August the 16th at 7 p.m. at the Montreal Improv Theatre, 3697 Rue Saint-Jean. Um, not Saint-Jean, Saint-Laurent, strike that last. Um, we'll be joined by special guest stand-up comedian Mike Carroza, and yeah. it's going to be rad. So Ooh, be there, ask questions, take selfies, bring a date, propose to them on stage. Oh. $5 <laughs> admission. sounds like it would be more awkward than fun. $5 admission know. or free if you're a Patreon supporter. So Ooh, if you're not a Patreon yeah. supporter yet, you could you could do that and then like give us $1 on Patreon and then come for free. That would be a good idea. You should probably, yeah. Or m- more. Yeah, give, or give more. more. Five would work too. Tickets are first come, first serve. Seating is limited. I don't know how limited. I don't know how the, the, the space we is. Have, we have, three, f- this we have three folding chairs that we're going to throw in the room. <laughs> and you have to fight for it. We're going to throw them while you're it's gonna sitting. Be, it's going to be like Battle Royale style. You sit on the floor. We throw chairs at you. Yeah. It'll be so fun. Whoever catches the seats, you, you get to sit. Battle Royale is a good movie. Yeah. I, I was going to say Hunger Games, but I decided to... To know. go with the original that got ripped off? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's debatable. It's not really debatable. That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never even heard of Battle Royale. Battle Royale is the Hunger Games, but Japanese and done first. That's what I thought But it's also like about. school children and like there's a different like, goal to the to the, the battle and it's organized by like a different authority. Like it's... Well, it's, it's a, oh, there's a... It's not the authority that's controlling North America. It's the one that's controlling Japan. Okay. It's, it's, okay. That's fine. It's it's a, it's it's the same premise in that it's same like, premise. Yeah, get school, school children to murder of, each other to keep everybody in line. Does but, stuff like that. Like when I watched Lord of the Rings, I was like, oh, there's a giant spider in this too. Like oh, yeah. like, you know. And like, that's that's not the Lord of the Rings ripping off anything. Just well, for the no, record. Harry Potter. That's Harry Potter ripping off. Yeah, well, that's right. Because I mean, like Lord of the other... Rings invented giant spiders. <laughs> they did right? for sure. Spider giant spiders don't exist, Simon. Well, you just... have you ever been to Australia? <laughs> no. Yes, I, I have actually. Have you really? <laughs> yes, I did. Why did you say no? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to contradict everything. No. <laughs> I have been to Australia. I did not see JK any giant actually. spiders. Have you? Okay. The spider that large is impossible. Everybody listening right now. Yep. Pause the podcast and Google Huntsman Spider. Hunts it's it's Huntsman Spider. The Huntsman as, Spider. And then look up the Snow Aragon? White Spider. It's, yeah. They uh, they have a yeah. love triangle going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of awkward. I love really web. Funny. Go look up the the queen spider as well, mm-hmm. and the mirror spider. Mirror, that's actually a thing. I think. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's a thing. Bubble spiders are a thing. They're pretty bubble cool. Bubble spiders are they the really cute ones? They're the one. The, actually, I'm not sure if they're called bubble spiders, but they're these spiders that uh, like they make a little bubble inside. Like they they like web up a bubble and then they can like scuba dive and catch fish. Huh? Yeah, they're pretty I, legit. But these are not Aragog sized. These are no, but tarantula like, sized. You're no. not Aragog sized. Yeah, I, mean, I know I'm not. They you, fully. I'm getting anxious right now. Can you you like to see the spider real? <laughs> I just like showed Simon the. I'm actually not phased I, by spiders like, that much. The, the other day, I came to a realization about myself, real talk, that I have a real straight talk. up phobia of insects. Oh, okay. I have a all phobia insects? of worms. Like, pretty much all insects. Like, oh, you the, do, yeah. Like, I, I, will, I hate. All insects hate. I hate all insects, and the bigger they are, the more anxious and nervous. What they about make butterflies? Me. You hate butterflies, including bugs. Really? Butterflies. Oh, so I sad. have a friend that was afraid of butterflies. I've, I've, I think butterflies were like the first insect I was scared of. Hmm. Ironically, did you like so go like to one of those butterflies are free exhibits? That's, and get that's when I found out. That's when I found out. I went to the I went to the botanical gardens with my family, and it culminates in this like 
there's like these thousands of like exotic, unique butterflies yeah. flying around, and I was just like clutching my jacket and breathing really, really, really <laughs> quickly, and I just mm. got out. Oh no! But like, like you can only go out by doing the whole. It's like this huge like uh, greenhouse, and there's all these trees and like flowers and everything. But you can't once you go in, you have to walk the whole path before yeah. going out. There's yeah, it's no like shortcut. IKEA. It's like Ikea. <laughs> Except that Ikea does IKEA. have shortcuts. Does it? Right? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, they do. Secret. Yeah, you could, they're, No, they're in the map. The, no, they have like signs and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've just never been to Ikea. I've been to Ikea. <laughs> we should go to but Ikea together. That'd my, be fun. My dream is to just go to Ikea for like a whole day just for fun. Like, just, ha- just hang in, out there, play hide and seek I know where you ripped there. that off from. <laughs> <laughs> so 500 I, days 500 of summer. Days of yeah. But yes, uh, I have a phobia of all insects. I, th- I think okay, let's let's have a battle of Desiree's worm phobia versus Simon, Simon's oh, gosh. No, insect phobia. Can so, we do this? So Simon, if you are, if you see an insect and it's like <laughs> five feet away and it's not moving, what is Thoughts. your reaction? What What's the insect? It's just a, like an insect. A I don't know. One, one of the ones second. you don't like. Say a, a cricket. If I can, if I can, like continue around it and go about my day i'm fine okay. but <laughs> i i will give you a real life example that happened to me a couple weeks ago all right so i knew there was a bug in my room but i didn't know what it was i could hear it fly and i kind of would see like little movements and stuff but i didn't know what it was and then i at some point i felt it in my hair and it felt really <sighs> gross and then eventually i was sitting on my bed i was about to go to sleep <clears throat> and i look over and i see it what it's a beetle it's like a, I think it, I think it was actually a June bug. Okay. And it was like crawling on my on my uh, wall, and I went to smack it, but I missed, and it fell behind my bed. So I pulled my bed, <laughs> and I saw it, and I grabbed some Kleenex, and just from the corner of my eye, I saw a moth. Okay. But like, it wasn't just the like tiny little annoying ones. It was like at least like the size of my thumb. Okay. Okay. Like the body. Uh. And and I like. That's exactly what it sounded like. Ew, that's like so I gross. could see the wings like flap, and I yep. just like, I I felt like I shrank, and <laughs> I just ran out of my room, and I like had to take a good ten uh, minutes to aww. calm down, and oh, then Simon. and then I like, I slept in the hallway. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> There's a day bed in the hallway, and I just I ran in, grabbed my phone and the charger and my earphone, my earphones. I. Turned off the light, closed the door, and I went. I said, "I'll deal with it in the morning." Oh just, was it was it dead in the morning? It seems like moths are always like dead or disabled by oh, morning really? if they um, get trapped I in a room. Maybe they just bang themselves against the walls. No, too I much. I eventually. So the, the the thing is that you know they were both dark gray and they were both on my curtains, which are also dark gray. Mm. And so I in the morning I went and I found the June bug and I like I've never squished anything that hard in my Ew. life. And uh, I, but I couldn't find the moth and I thought, oh well, if that was on the curtain maybe it was just the same thing right maybe like i looked away for a second to grab the 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 kleenex and then when i looked back it was gone and then i saw something fly i thought maybe it's the same thing but then in the evening when i was about to go to bed i moved my curtain and i saw it crawl off and i like just stomped on it (laughs) and it and like you know how like when you smack a a moth it just kind of becomes dust yeah really yeah it's pretty much like like because the wings of of a moth or butterfly are super fragile right they just like Yeah, I uh, no, I yeah. So I'm, yeah. That's that's pretty. Yeah, I have like a like a legit phobia. Like, yeah, I think it became. I think it started off as just like a dislike, but now I think it's a legit phobia. I like to kill bugs using a Swiffer. You can maintain distance, Mm -hmm. but apply the force of the like 
full bottom right. a broom, part of it. Broom works too because then you can like stab them. With no, bristles. but with oh, but see with the slipper, it just like smashes them because yeah. it's flat. And then you can just clean it up because it's yeah, a slipper. Exactly. We apologize to any vegans or animal lovers. <laughs> I don't care. No, if the podcast. insect is in my house, if I will smash it If you're vegan and you care about insects, you're going too far. If yeah. you're if you're an entomologist, I would really like to get in touch with you and like learn about <laughs> bugs. Please don't hate us. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Desiree's fear of a. So of, Tim has experienced my phobia. Worms has been a danger to me on at least one occasion. <laughs> um, what happened? It's just that, like, we came across a worm, I guess. Yeah, we, so walked, we were just walking, walking along at night. Like, yeah. just like an earthworm? A wild worm appears just about five feet off. And it had just rained, I guess, and it was just on the sidewalk. All I really know is that I'm do. suddenly shoved to the side of the sidewalk. And then I like pushed him like in front of me to protect me. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah, you like grabbed me. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then he was like, what did Tesrae, you what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> this is very because I didn't see anything. There was nothing there. No, if yeah. there's like a bear or something, <laughs> like I expect maybe to become your human shield, and but then there was, like yeah. I couldn't even see it. Right, and then I was like, sorry, there was, there was a worm. A, there was he a was worm. Like, what? I, I was, will I'm say pretty sure it was dead. When I get surprised, I freak out. My Otherwise, phobia I'm like, does not extend my, to. Worms. No, no I'm worms more, are a totally different thing. I'm yeah. more afraid of snakes than worms. Like I think they're mm. disgusting. I think the way they move is so creepy. This is awesome. I do not interact with snakes at all. I just like ever, once I was so. like once I was on Google during class and I was like Googling something and then a picture of like a snake popped up and it freaked out. Like that, like just the surprised <laughs> element yeah. and that, they just creep mm. me out and they're weird and gross. Fair enough. Victoria, do you have a phobia? Um small n- children. radio hosts who try to make you feel a certain way Simon (laughs) I I am a little bit addicted to the adrenaline rush that comes from being terrified okay Okay. Um, oh so you like horror movies and mm, only recently I used to be very scared of the dark and of water and then I decided to do a triathlon to force when you say water do you mean like in a glass or like well in a pool, anything well, like bodies be of water. like like yeah, being bathtub size and larger. Hmm. Oh, really? My, anything like, that you my could imagination in. would start to run wild. So you wild. didn't like okay. you didn't like taking baths. Baths are fine as long as I didn't think too much about whether there could potentially be like a shark in the water. Oh. With me. What, was this recently? Uh, well, it I graduated out of being terrified of bathtubs to being terrified of pools. As like a teenager, okay, and then last year did the triathlon to force myself to no longer. Oh wow! When did you realize it? Wait, you're just hoping to be exhausted in, enough that you're not afraid anymore. You just yeah, I just kind of swam through it. Um, when did you realize that there could be no sharks in your bathtub? <laughs> hey, there were sharks in my bathtub for an growing up. Age. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what kind of childhood you had, but we had sharks. <laughs> Swim up the drains and yeah. circle. I have rubber duckies. Like, I actually did have a rubber you. shark. <laughs> Tom and I had a pretty long conversation about bath toys. A couple bath toys, bath toys on were the good. podcast a couple weeks. Do you guys ago. have bath beads? Bath beads? Yeah. They're, they're like, I don't know. I think they're actually like some sort of spa thing, right? They've got like a bunch of like aromatic oils and they're like inside this like rubbery casing. Oh, okay. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like, oh, you like break think... them and put them in your bath and it smells super lovely. Or, or you, you just like put lush? them in and they'll like... Uh, yeah, and they'll like kind of like turn mushy. Yeah, I love Lush. It's so I love nice. Lush so much. Lush. So was, yeah, Lush cosmetics, I guess. But... Mm. You, they just have all these cool bath stuff and makes the yeah. water like some of them make the water sparkly. Some bath of them, bombs, yeah, the bath, bath, bath bombs, bombs are cool. and the bubble bars. I used to not be able to use those because then I would get scared that there would be sharks yeah, if the I water couldn't was see opaque. Them. Yeah. Okay, so it's like yeah, that's true. Maybe opaque there's a shark hidden inside the bath bomb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now, yeah. now 
I apparently it's not an official phobia, but it's called trypophobia. Do you guys know about that? Is that is the fear about, of holes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's things, things not like technically waffles a phobia or... because it's like an actual physiological reaction that you naturally have from looking at like patterns of holes. Right. Oh, so is like the cage holes? on the mic creeping you out? Or no, like, I just googled like, trypophobia. What about what about like lined paper? Or like no, no, no. It's it's things like what's a good example of of something like that? a drain, like honeycomb. Yeah, like that kind oh, of thing. That creeps you out. It's N- no, but if you Google, which is I had no idea what trypophobia is, so then I Googled, and then when you do, it's almost deliberately like landmine. The image results are like a landmine because it's all these images yeah. of unnatural hole patterns, and I was so, not expecting that. And then I had a reaction uh, like you did the to the snakes, snake where yeah. I freaked if out. If you want to go, it's T R Y P O P H O B I A. It just, um, my skin was absolutely yeah. crawling. Um, I, will I, not, I will not show this to Victoria, but uh, I'm okay now. I've like desensitized myself. To I kind of want to. So, oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, that's really creepy. The ones on the ha- yeah, there's like all these gross. They deliberately yeah. maybe don't make it look extra gross. Yeah, and maybe they, like, don't. Photoshops would be on like body parts and things. Don't Google trypophobia. Yeah, it maybe was, don't do this. No, it's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah, it's the ones on the body parts freaked me out mostly. Okay, but that's like. The, they they have like eyes in the holes and stuff, and it's like yeah, well, this, it's it, not. Okay, but it's it's not just like it's not just like a random. Path. It's not just like, like it's oh, not just any hole. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's no. deliberately it's a particular, trying to provoke disgust. Yeah, oh, I and, see. and it's something that actually like there have been studies about what that kind of pattern does to your. Vision. Is that kind of why like like it's like, it's, like spiders' eyes freak people out? Maybe it kind of, does but it kind of follow that oh, pattern? It's more so, just that yeah. like creepy. that's it's it's not a it's not a pattern that can really be like reduced by your brain like usually your brain will take a, a pattern and like break it down into components that it can understand okay. but like a pattern like that your brain just can't do it um Why so because it's it's too complicated like there's there's not no real recognizable shapes especially when there's like those eye patterns inside the holes right so your brain like has to like oh, see the whole thing at once and it's kind oh. of paralyzing it's like more than it, it can is, handle because then what i discovered after i discovered okay. my phobia of holes is that i could use it to hijack like, if I was feeling particularly emotional and I thought I was going to cry, I would think of holes oh, to, like, cool. I have, hijack my yeah. brain. Oh, it's like pinching yourself when you feel too much pain in your feet or whatever? Something like that. I have okay. the opposite where, like, sometimes I'll just remember something funny or, like, somebody beside me will crack a joke, but it's an inappropriate time to laugh out loud, like, in a class. Yeah. And then I'll think about this one really douchey guy. <laughs> 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 like, like, literally, I met this guy when I was, like, I, I've only known him when I was, like, 14 and 15. So, But he was such then, a douche. Yeah, so since then, I'll, like, think of his name and it'll make me yeah. stop smiling because I'll be like, But, like, like that, that react, like, because I, I got a reaction while looking at, like, that trypophobia. And that's the same thing I get when I, like, like, just, just last night I got home and there was a spider above my front door. Yeah. And it was, like, it was maybe about, like, two inches long. Like, it wasn't uh, a huge spider. Or maybe about an inch. Yeah. That I don't makes know how, how Two inches, inches is a large. Are. Yeah. Okay. So it was maybe about, like, an, at most an inch and a half. And and I just kind of, like, I had to, like, stop. And I, like, Hammer felt, time. <laughs> I oh. felt, like, like <laughs> tightness in my chest. I can see. I saw I it like, happen to you when you were describing in your moth story. Like, your heart yeah. rate has... Totally. Yeah. Oh. Like... Uh, yeah, and then it just kind of. Do you went. secretly have like heart rate monitors hooked up to all of us? This is, this is getting creepy. <laughs> but but it's her superpower. Like, she can always it was discern your heart idea rate. for a podcast. We have a separate stream that doesn't have any of our audio. It just has like the our sounds of our hearts going this whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like or the light really unsettling. <laughs> People can like, like play it as a companion to this in a different <laughs> window if they want to, or they can leave it out, or they can listen to just the hearts. 
Yeah. Be a companion for our Patreon people. This is meant to be listened yeah. to, not to be read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Patreon, I want to shout out to Nathan, Nathan, Patrick, Clay, and Gabriel, who continue their support for at patreon.com slash up for discussion. Um, this week we have a Patreon question, guys. Cool. It's Ooh. from Patrick. Hi, Patrick. You want to say hi, Patrick? And we got a message hi, to Patrick. Patrick. Hi, Patrick. I was going to say, do a Spongebob. You've never gotten that in your life before. (laughs) No, this is Patrick. It's like no one's ever come up to me and gone, Timmy. What is that from? It's in South Park. You're too young. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick's question is, if you could bring back anything that's been canceled or finished its run, for example, if Tom could bring back Fraser... Um, but Tom isn't <laughs> Fraser. Fraser, Fraser. But Tom isn't here, so he's not going to answer that. Fraser. Um, what TV? Sh- what TV? Yeah. So, what sh- TV show would you resurrect if you could bring back any TV show? Happy endings. Okay, explain. It's on. Well, now it's not even on Netflix anymore. Um, That's the one that Coach went to, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah so um, it's got the actor who plays Coach from New Girl, and it's it's it honestly reminded me of Friends, but it was modern day. It's got it's got the actress. She was in Scrubs. For a while, she played Joe in Scrubs. Yes, yeah, yeah. it has a yeah. it has a bunch of like people where you're like, I've seen yeah. you from something. Like one of them plays the neighbor in Gone Girl. Like anyway, so oh, okay. but they're all together and it's just really funny. Like it's it's funny TV. It was fun to just like have on in the background while you do stuff. And it, like I honestly don't understand why it got canceled because I, I I tried watching Happy Endings and like I've I liked it. But there was one character who was, I just could not stand. Who like, was it? I forget his name, but like the gay guy. Max. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, he, he was just like, look at how sassy and gay this guy is. Mm-hmm. He's so sassy no, and so wasn't. gay. It's so he like. Was, he was actually, I thought it was interesting to see him because I'd never seen um, like a TV depiction of a gay mm-hmm. person that wasn't super like stereotypical and flamboyant like right. he was he was actually like so the the joke was that he was like very like disheveled and ungroomed mm. and he'd he would just like eat a lot like i guess like super different than how uh gay men are normally right. portrayed on tv I, I i don't mean that he was like like flamboyant but just yeah. that all of his comments like i felt like half his lines in the show were either like being mean to somebody and it being funny or him being mean about himself, about being gay and being bad at being gay or whatever. And that was mm-hmm. kind of all his character. And like, it was only oh, the first couple episodes. Yeah. So maybe they expand him later on, but I yeah. know that I, it was enough for me to be like, I no, I can't do this. I just Cause do yeah, not like there's him. like one character that, you know, Dave, the, the one who gets, I don't know. Anyway. Right, it was a while ago. Yeah, so there's there's one character that just like nobody likes, and like <laughs> his friends don't even really like him on the show. Like, it's just I don't know. It's so it's like like Ross from Friends. Kinda. You have to get like yeah. into the into the characters. Yeah, but they're just really really funny. It it seems it seems like the kind of show that once you get into the yeah. dynamics of the the four of them or five of them together. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You need you need to get into the group dynamic a little bit, and then it's just hilarious. And it sort yeah. of reminded me of like my group of friends, but obviously yeah. weirder and more extreme. I mean, I'm gonna go the obvious. Route. Are you gonna say Firefly? Firefly? Okay, here's I've here's my question. Firefly. Maybe maybe we should raise the stakes a bit. So All like, right. obviously everybody knows that everybody wants to bring back Firefly. But like, if you were yeah. to pitch bringing back Firefly, what would you do with it? I would be in it. <laughs> I would be Malcolm Reynolds's favorite person. No, I. Okay, I I just thought of this. Okay. Firefly Prelude. Pre pre Prelude Prelude. prelude? Firefly Origins. Okay. 
Like I would be the young Malcolm Reynolds and how he gets into into smuggling. Oh, that could be interesting, right? And like, like how, there's how the whole because it's a post-war story, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's so after it could the be like conflict. I I could be like Malcolm Reynolds in the war. Some some guy on the internet who's listening to this right now is like weeping that this isn't a real thing. <laughs> like, he's just alone in his room. Like, sorry, can this be real? It's okay. You only have to wait until eighty five years after Joss Whedon dies, yeah. and then you can make it. Great. But then crickets, you can't crickets, be young. Crickets. No, but then I can't be. I <laughs> then can't it be would young just Malcolm be. Reynolds. Yeah. I can only be like old Malcolm Malcolm Reynolds who like comes back in time and, and a then tells Spock thing for some dumb reason. You could do like flashbacks where you could cast like a young hot actor. 85 years from now and then you could you could be like the grandpa telling the story like sort of like yeah. <laughs> that's interesting it's, it's interesting I've, I've just cool. been sort of thinking about this it seems that a lot of the the like best loved sort of science fiction series and stuff like that they happen after the catastrophe or like after the huge event right that's it's the after like Star Wars is like that um, after the start Fire, of the war yeah Firefly is like that Battlestar Galactica is like that except for the first that's, episode that's like a staple of storytelling of dramatic storytelling for a really really long time like if, right like I read oh, same with Harry Potter same, now that yeah, yeah. Like I read I read Aristotle's poetics where he talks about how to write the best play basically and and that's kind of what he says and like mm. Oedipus Rex starts like when there's been this whole thing and now there's a big famine and like the king died and everything and like spoiler the king was his dad and he killed him and he yeah he gouged out his yeah. eyes etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah um but like it's 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 really really common for something big like a, something big in like the a, exposition to have happened in the world yeah the that's super yeah. super common right and so it's it's just i it's just somehow it just propels the story really, really well. Yeah, well. well, if you think about it, like everything is happy and fine right now, and this person is just living, like this character is just mm-hmm. going about their day is less compelling than like this person has a journey to go on. And now. maybe that's yeah. why often origins stories end up being really unfulfilling because mm. you've yeah. already, like you don't have, like rarely does an origin story try to bring it even further back and give you like a different thing that brought this into being. They just tell that story that you already kind of knew that's yeah. why I think that Rogue One, uh, the uh, like if the Star Wars story is going to be super interesting because it's not the start of the war. Right. It's the war is happening and then there's this mission that's happening. Yeah, Rogue One is I'm excited for because it, it feels like something yeah. that... Okay, cool. Like, yeah, it's a totally new story, right? It's not yeah. trying to be what every no. other Star Wars yeah. already is. And and I think, like, I, I've heard a lot of people give uh, uh, Force Awakens some flack for not being particularly original. Yeah. But, but I not. think, like, it wasn't meant to be. I think, like, it no. was meant to be, like, yeah. it, was, it was sort of, like, testing the waters. It was like, it, are, it, are people ready for this? And then it got like huge, huge acceptance and everybody loved it. And it was like, great, cool. Now we can go and be risky okay, and be edgy okay. and try shit out. Hmm. You know, like, like they, cause they introduced like for the first time, a female, strong female yeah, character, awesome. a, a black strong character. black character and probably a gay character as well. Like there's a lot of people that are saying that like, possibly like Poe Dameron's gay. Oh, and JJ and Abrams has said that like, he's, he's, uh, he wants to bring, to bring LGBT characters into this cool. story. And like that's never been done before, and that's kind of a way to do it. Is like, hey, here are these characters that you oh you like them, right. get ready, guys. But okay, also yeah. they they yeah I guess they did. You're right. They kind of had to play it safe. It was a passing of the torch. I think is kind of what it was. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes if you take too many risks, you put in Jar Jar Binks. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I guess they're also doing that with the Harry Potter series. Like I really like the idea. Is that the uh, the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is oh not done, that book is, is um, available? To yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You can, it's out. You can buy, you can buy the excited. script. I'm, mm. yeah. yeah. 
But Wait. I was I was referring to the movie series that's coming out. Oh, the Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beast. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's set like way before. It's into like the 1920s, I think. Or, 20s or 30s, yeah. Yeah, and it's set yeah, in 40s. America. Yeah, but it, it it is a British guy. From yeah, it's Hogwarts. a British guy, um, set in America. Mm. Eddie Redmayne, and it's it's gonna be like. Let's face it; it was only a matter of time before Eddie Redmayne. You guys should have seen Desiree smile. (laughs) It was only a matter of time before Eddie Redmayne somehow became involved in Harry Potter. He's just so handsome. (laughs) (laughs) I I I I think I saw him at the airport once, and I was like, ah, and then like he was gone, and I I was like, he just collapsed. He has a very unusual face. He does. He does. I like. I I don't know. I think that's my type. He's not your standard handsome. Do you like a Do you like a Bandersaw cover band? Oh, Benedict! <laughs> I was like, "Is that a person?" Bumblebee cabbage patch. Like, do no. you find him to be really, really? I'm, I'm attracted to him, but I'm not like as attracted to him as I okay. am to Eddie Redmayne. Right, but it's I think more, that, it's more his like aura. Yes, it's more his like the I don't know even yeah yeah, yeah the way he acts. Um, right. I, anyway, what am I trying mm. to say? Yeah, I I think that most of the people I have crushes on for lengthy periods of time are not considered like typically handsome. Mm -hmm. And I think most typically handsome guys I meet. It's nice to know that people like you exist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, most typically handsome guys that I meet, I'll be like, and then if I end up developing a crush on them, it'll mostly be because of like their personality. Well, not to say that it doesn't matter with the unique looking faces. I just realize that I'm just more like naturally physically attracted to them. them. Well, I won't jump on anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Clarification. They won't won't stand out to you is what I mean. Or yeah, I'm just like, okay, like you're classically handsome. I get it. Classically handsome. Typically handsome. They're like ketchup. What? No. It's like good. It's just nothing in particularly special. Yeah, like there was, yeah, I just. Like kind of like Matt Bomer, who right? who Matt Bomer? Did you guys watch Who's, White Collar? Mm, nope. Mm, okay, no. Is that a show you would bring back? Uh, it, it had its run. It had a good run. Um, mm. I've heard a lot of people liked it. Yeah, I didn't know it was, it was good. over. I because I knew it came out around the same time as Suits, and a lot of people were watching. Like, uh, it was just before Suits. Yeah, I think. it yeah. was like a, I think it, I've it, never heard two of it. seasons before Suits. He does like I think I watched the pilot or something. Yeah, he does. He's a criminal. Yeah, he's a he's a white collar criminal who goes on teams up with the FBI to help catch other white collar criminals. Yeah, so oh, it was very sounds like, like it was very kind of like sounds like Hannibal without the cool without the mask. <laughs> the mask creeps me out. That, that yeah yeah. Well, it took me a while to no actually. Are we talking Hannibal or white collar now? Uh, Sounds of the Lambs. Like I've never watched that. <laughs> when you say the mask, afraid. do you mean the like the brown mask or like when he puts another person? No, Jim Carrey. You know? With oh, the, I get it. Yeah, with, I the, get with it. the green skin. It's oh kind of cool. Oh, my God, yeah. you guys. <laughs> Victoria, do you have any favorite TV shows you'd bring uh, back? I don't watch television. Not at all. Wow. Not anymore. Zero television. I don't really watch Not TV on anymore. Purpose. Just, no. I don't. Like, you, <laughs> just sometimes okay. a TV will fall in front of you. And it's I, like, <laughs> I, I guess I'm watching a this now. TV I watch appears. pro sports on television. I've tried to watch stuff on Netflix. Mm. And I watched like three episodes of... The Mindy Show. Mindy when Project. I was concussed. That is what it's called, The Mindy Show. Okay, thank the you. The Mindy Project. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I came out. I was just it's not Guys, we're going to watch The Mandy Project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I, Mandy Moore's Life and Times. <laughs> I would bring back that show. It is Mandy Moore. She died of cancer. Didn't you watch the movie? Oh, Jesus. Knock on wood. I... I, I did just think of a show that I would also re- would really like to bring back. Uh, the Borgias. The Borgias. The Borgias. Oh, is this the Didn't Russian? they die? 
No, no, no. Who, who are the Borges? So the, wasn't Lucretia one of the Borges? Was a showcase uh, TV original TV show on um, Pope Alexander the Sixth's life. Mm. Oh, uh, there's like cool. Jeremy Irons uh, plays the Pope, um, and like the, it's the Borges because that's their last name, and it's sort of about like the it's like just before the Reformation. Um, and it's, it just shows like the dynamics of Rome and like the church and the relationship between the church and power. Um, and they, they, they had written four seasons before they even started. They wrote four seasons, but it got canceled at the end of the third. Okay. So like, and like the third cult, like every ton of tension has been like culminating. And then the third season ends with like kind of this like release of this tension, but like all this other, but like not in a satisfying way. It's just like, oh shit, this finally happened. What do we do? And then they just like, no, we're not going to do it anymore. Ah, hmm. uh, that's it's, so It's all annoying. before the catastrophe. Oh, actually that does bring to mind two for me though. Well, I, I don't know that I would want to bring them back, but I'm just sad they're over. The West Wing and The Wire. Oh, ah. I heard those I, are both. I've really, been really I've good. been meaning to get into The Wire, but like mm-hmm. stuff that's from what, the, That's the it, show that everyone is like, this is the best show ever made. It, it, was at, it. it was feels at the that very way least. if you get into it and okay. then you step out and then I'm not so sure anymore. I think it was okay. like the start of the golden age of television. I Maybe. think that's. I think it was The yeah. Wire. Right, the that and The Sopranos. The, the Wire was even before The Sopranos. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was like, what, 2010, The Wire? 2008? But The, the West wa- Wing is even what older you, whoa, than that. It started, didn't it? But like, like, I, like The West Wing... Like it, I don't know. It's just it's just on it's just a different level than like The Wire. The Wire like just raised the standards for all TV shows. Like the uh, the Wire started in like in the nineties. Did it? Yeah, I think it's, I think Either it's, like I think late, it's older than like late nineties, early two thousand. I feel like I've been hearing about yes, The Wire being right. the best show on yeah. TV you're for right, ages. Because I waited until the box set was available mm. so okay. that I could watch it while I was on maternity leave and that was 2008 right. and there were like I, yeah. I heard that I heard that HBO like recently remastered it um, because oh. it was shot in film and so like they can do that it was like and they yes. never transitioned over to digital mm. um, so I heard that like when they remastered it it like it looks modern mm-hmm. and like I I'm it's really hard for me to watch something from the 90s like it's it's just like I just I, can't get film. There's there's <laughs> pixel. There's not pixelated. I just like, have this problem. I just the don't hairs get like, on the it's screen. Just, it's just very I don't know. Eighties nineties. It's just really hard for me. But I think that. I have this problem with like present day television, which is why because screens are so high def now mm-hmm. that I expect like movie caliber acting in a television show. And oh. if there isn't that, then you can see every facial expression. Yeah. It just but there's, see, there I've, is some like even better acting in some TV shows than there are in, in most movies, I would say. Yeah. Not like, if it's on a high def screen though. Oh yeah. Like have you watched Game of Thrones? Well, get, but you're talking about like watching sort of older TV on no, modern No, I'm talking technology? about watching current shows hmm, on okay. I think high def ca- screens. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think there's, there's like lots of different types of TV too. Like right, if it's gonna be like, Amy, I'm pregnant. Slow zoom. Yeah, well, like I like yeah. watching sitcoms. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like if I'm watching TV, like I don't really watch TV anymore. But I used to just like watch it, you know, to relax at the end of the day and just like mm-hmm. turn my brain off kind mm-hmm. of deal. So like the acting did not have to be wonderful, and the storyline isn't yeah. something epic. But then I also like have watched House of Cards, and I think that is like amazing acting yeah. and it was done mm-hmm. very well. And yeah. I, just, I just kind of got sick of it. But like on sort of on the, on the, the other side of the spectrum, like I watched master of none with like the Aziz and Zari show. Yeah. And like, that was not a show for acting. Like when I watched it, I was like, mm-hmm. these like, there are some like good actors, but it's not like a, it's not an acty show. Well, it's a, yeah. it's a, like know? a writer's show. Yeah. And yeah. it's, 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 and it's like, even sometimes the writing is like, 
okay and, and it's a lot can... more about like the the sort of social dialogue and the commentary mm. behind it much more than it is about like the relationships between the characters and the yeah like like oftentimes I, I wanted to hear more about what they were talking about rather than like okay he's gonna go on a date with the girl now and I'd be like okay once this is over he'll go back to his friend and talk about white privilege or whatever you know, yeah. like and I, I'd get excited. I don't care. For that. You are you are a vehicle. So the the characters are like vehicles for kind of. But mm. then but then like toward the end, it was more about like the relationship. And I like I I got into it. It's not like I didn't care at all. But it's it's just it was definitely a show that was not about the acting. Whereas yeah. shows like House of Cards, like Game um, of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Even or Orange if, is the New Black, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And like if you if you saw Stranger Things on Netflix, mm. Winona oh, Ryder. It's so good. Oh, Winona's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Winona, Winona Ryder's like she, the main she has a very out. like specific style, like a very particular style of acting. Yeah. At least in that show, I've I don't know in that I've general, seen her in a lot of things. Have you seen um but, the movie with Angelina Jolie in it? What's it called? Oh, with that yeah, that one. Uh, is Mr. and Mrs. Smith? No, <laughs> damn it. That was a good movie. Tomb Raider I Two. I, no, that was, that was no, her, the movie her with Winona and Angelina Jolie. I can't. Oh, Girl Incomplete is what it's called. Okay, Girl Interrupted. Interrupted. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, she she has this like very like, and then and then I also saw her. Well, so I've recently watched these films, which is why they're on my mind. In yeah. um, Little Women, and she plays Joe. Oh, okay. And she, I don't know, like the characters are obviously very different, but she just has yeah. this like particular style. Yeah. So I feel like I already mm-hmm. know sort of what her character is going to be yeah. like, and it's not a bad thing. It's no, for sure. Like, yeah. But like, just every actor in. Stranger Things is like yeah. on point, and especially like four of the main characters are twelve years old, um, and like they're incredibly, they're like incredible twelve-year-old actors. Mm. Awesome, interesting. Like the really torch has been passed. The first movie I uh, like, one of the first movies I saw Winona Ryder in was when she was like twelve. She's been in the game for a very long time, but she was yeah. playing the uh, the wife of Jerry Lee Lewis, oh, who really? married his cousin when she was thirteen. Oh my god, <laughs> weird. It's very, it was a bit of an odd story, but great piano player. Huh. I just thought of piano so sound. the best show I have seen in a while is the OJ miniseries. Like, oh, is it actually good? It's Juice, so right? good. What, what's like it? John Travolta. No, no, it's like the people versus, yeah, John Travolta. Okay. Like yeah, there's yeah. a ton of people in it. The people okay. versus, versus OJ Simpson. And it's so well done. I, so my friend was like yeah. trying to force me to watch it. And apparently like she well, she's just, just like forcing everybody to watch it. But holy crap, it's so well done. The acting is amazing. I the heard way they really look good. at it is amazing. Mm-hmm. There's, it's really interesting. There's like the episodes focus on different things as well. So there's one just about um, the jury and how they all kind of are like losing it because they've, you know, been in like the, they weren't allowed to like go home. They had to stay in hotel rooms yeah. without TV and stuff right. for eight months. No media of any kind. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're trying to like not bias them. Um, and then there's one about, oh, what's the lawyer's name? How could I forget? Kardashian. No, it starts with an yeah. M. The, the prosecutor. Oh, the guy. Okay. The woman. I don't know. Yeah. I only know Kardashians. Sorry, I, I know who you're <laughs> this, is, this is my knowledge of yeah. pop culture. Is that, if it's not well, Kardashians, Rob, it's, it's, it's yeah. not, Rob Kardashian. It's not in my brain. Is played by uh, Ross from Friends. And, yeah. Like, literally, no. Yeah. What? Yeah. And he's that's just like, so weird. It's it's weird. I can't like my oh, friend and I so were like, weird. it sucks because he's doing a great job acting, but, but he's, he's David Ross Schwimmer. from Friends. He's, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's he's, so yeah. weird. So, but he just keeps being like, juice, juice, juice. But yeah, it's got a ton of people. It has um. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm right. forgetting Connie Britton is in it. Have you? Um, there's Cuba Gooding Jr. does an amazing oh, man. OJ. Yeah, it's that's you need cool. to you need to go home and watch it yeah, starting today. That's cool. When yeah. when <laughs> there's guys there, go home and stop listening to this podcast. No, and just, just watch <laughs> OJ Simpson. Watch all there was OJ. another OJ Simpson uh, TV show. It was more like a like a reality TV show. It was the same concept as Punked. Okay, you remember the MTV show where like Ashton Kutcher would go around and prank oh, people? Yeah. But it was OJ Simpson. Oh. That would go and prank people, and like at the end, he would just say, he would just say, "Hey, you just got juiced." But it was like it was like well into like people knew about the whole like like it was his trial was public and it was everything. after the trial it was he did it was this? after the trial that he did this. That's wow. inappropriate. It was incredible, and apparently, like, how like, did the network pick it up? Like, I don't know. Hey, the, he's, and he's I, very famous now. I, Victoria so. learned about this in This American Life. Apparently, like the the pranks would just get more and more bizarre. Like at first, it'd be like kind of regular. Like you know, it'd be like a wife would come home and like her husband had sold the house without telling her and stuff, and there'd be this whole fight. And then OJ Simpson would be like the playing the realtor or whatever, and then he'd be like, "Hey, I'm OJ Simpson. You just got juiced." But then at the end, he'd just be like play this random drunk and go into the uh, store and just yell at people and then take the beard off and go, Hey, you just got juiced and then leave. And it just got like super, super weird. I was, what was interesting (laughs) watching the show was that OJ trial took over TV. Like they interrupted Clinton speaking for the OJ trial. Wow. Like that's it was it was insane. And then I was talking to my friend's mom and she was like, it was, it was actually like this. Cause mm, she, was at, crazy. she was when at was home. when was the OJ trial? 90s. It was ninety three or something. It was when we were very ninety four or wasn't there like was a it, weird is, is car it before, chase? Is it before all of us were There's a whole episode on like that. a really slow car chase so, or something. Well, they didn't. They cleared the the things really they do in the trial. I like I was screaming like lawnmowers? at the screen. Sorry? No, like they, you said slow car chase. I imagined lawnmowers. No, there was like this one. No, there's this one part where he leaves in a Ford Bronco and he gets on the highway and is like speeding away but he's got a gun in the back and he keeps saying he's going to shoot himself and so what they did take this in they cleared the highway so that he could go home and like it was just like the things that they did it's so much you're like they like they've they viewed like both the house where the scene of the crime was and Mm -hmm. OJ's house the jury got to come in but the lawyer staged OJ's house like he replaced all these pictures that were like kind of like scandalous with pictures of Mm -hmm. OJ's mom like he brought in African art to appeal to Mm -hmm. like how like to make to make him look black so that the black members of the jury would like um, yeah, sympathize with him because like well during what's really interesting and really sad is so the OJ's the OJ miniseries started and then it showed all these pictures of like cops being violent towards black people. So I was like, oh, are we watching the wrong thing? She's like, no, this is what it starts. And then it was a really sad moment where we realized that I thought I was watching a current day thing because the oh, shit is still happening. Yeah. Right. And and the two of us you sort realize, of sat like, there like, you're like, this yeah. sucks. Like this, like that was the 90s and it's still mm-hmm. happening. And now it's like even worse. But mm-hmm. yeah, so there was this whole like outer sphere of the like this incredible violence by the police towards black people like some like caught on video and like it's and there's people protesting and it's all this so that's when the oj trial comes up and it like the defense did a really good job of just being like well he's black and they're framing him because he's Mm. a black man and they don't like to see black men be successful and the prosecutors are trying to be like no oj like one 
like this is we have very good DNA evidence and I, like it, DNA evidence was so new that nobody understood it and it's also shitty because like one of the cops who saw everything ends up being I, I don't want to ruin it like if spoilers for history yeah. yeah well if you've seen the trial on TV you know or if this. you've read the Wikipedia page if, yeah but you should it actually happened he, he's like a huge racist he ends up literally being a Nazi so then they have Whoa. all this audio of him saying like, like oh, like we just went into this house and beat up all these black people, ha ha ha, and it's horrible. And and he's like anti, he's like that's really shitty. And he yeah, he has stuff about the judge's wife. He's like making fun of her, like it's crazy. And so it seems um, like it's it's a problem if you want to view this part of history in terms of somebody is right and somebody is wrong. Yeah, yeah. well, so then so then the defense was like. Because he was like, this is where the glove was. This is where the blood spatter was. Like his testimony, like he was so good for the prosecution. Except then they have tape of him being like, I hate black people, basically. And so the defense got that played. And then they were like, oh, are you going to trust this racist? He clearly framed OJ. And it was like the whole thing is like, you're watching, you're like, how did all of this happen? Do Do you listen to Code Switch? No. The NPR podcast is a podcast about race and, uh, race and identity and stuff and it's really cool and they have one episode entirely about oj's relationship to blackness and it's super interesting i should i i like listening so that's what i do now mostly like i used to come home and put on like a sitcom and then it turned into like me going through my day with a sitcom in the back like i I powered through Scrubs in like maybe a month. Scrubs is so good. It's so good, but it's also ten seasons, so it was it, ridiculous. No, it's nine seasons because the tenth season nine seasons and a season that isn't real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The tenth season is so bad. Yeah. Anyway, so, so uh, Patrick, uh, I hope that that answered your question. Yeah, <laughs> we went uh, we went in depth uh, if you, about. If you guys uh, would like to to answer questions or ask us questions, patreon.com slash I almost said my own other one. Patreon.com slash up for discussion. Patreon.com slash apples to apples. Hey, Tim. <laughs> um, there, and also... Another, hey, Tim. Is there another plug that we want to organically put into this show without planning about it? Hey, Simon. Is, was I maybe about to do that and now it's really obvious that it's a plug? Hey, Tim. Did I have a joke that I was going to put in and you ruined by not letting me tell my joke? Anyway, go for Whoa, it. Whoa. What's your joke, Simon? <laughs> it was it was that one about organically plugging. Uh-huh. 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 Anyway. So, guys, we, uh, <laughs> we have just teamed up with a, uh, a merchandise company, actually. Um, Public is a merchandising platform created by the team behind College Humor. And we have just entered into a partnership with them to sell our own merchandise for this show. Yeah. Right right now, if you head to the link in the description of this episode, presumably if you're on SoundCloud, if not, you can go over to our SoundCloud. You can get your hands on a brand new do you like Hamilton? I can't tell t-shirt. I can't um, tell. (laughs) Or a poster or mug with our logo on it, as well as a lot of other cool nerdy stuff. And I designed the shirt. Uh, yeah, so. you did. Yeah. And that's my catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. So it's got, it's got Do you like catchphrases? I, I can't, can't tell. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been this has been really cool. Thanks yeah, to you for yeah, any any fun. closing words. Uh, starting with Victoria, anything? No. Closing words. Closing words. <laughs> <laughs> Trying Close, to avoid that one. Closing words. Closing words. Closing words. Closing words. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, someone uh, someone say a, a goodbye thing. I'm gonna play the ukulele. This has been This American Life. We'll see you next week. Don't feel anything you don't want to feel. (laughs) (laughs) Our glass is my favorite. (laughs) But also feel everything you want to feel. Definitely. Be in tune with your feelings. (laughs) Our glass, can I meet you? (laughs) This is very dissonant.